Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to episode number 199, almost to 200, uh, which is, I don't know, pretty awesome, I guess. And I am really excited to be sitting in the dining room of Anne and Britt Prince. And we are here. It's Saturday afternoon. Uh, the Huskers just unfortunately lost a heartbreaker. My uh, my my Hawkeyes and Cyclones will be playing later on today. So, uh, but we are here, and Ann and Britt have have uh, graciously uh, taken some time out of their busy schedules. Let's just we're just going to talk about some basketball, some recruiting process. Uh, the uh, like I told them before we started the past, the present, the future here. So, uh, but before we do that, we want to thank our founding sponsor, COSAC Chiropractic, located at 144th and Maple here in Omaha. Coaches, if you or any of your athletes are struggling with balanced neck or spinal issues, have them go see Dr. Kevin or Dr. Heidi. Go check out their practice at COSAC Chiro. That's K-O-S-A-K-C-H-I-R-O.com. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at a pen and a napkin. We try to put out daily coaching tidbits on a pen and a napkin, so be sure to follow us there. If you are listening, download, rate, review. The biggest thing I can ask of you is to give us five stars. Uh, people will look at it when they want to look up a coaching basketball website. A pen and a napkin pops up on the ratings, and that's good for me. So if you would do that, that would be awesome. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. The Two Princes. Brittany, have you ever heard that song before? Britt, have you heard that song before? Two Princes, The Spin Doctors? No, I have not. Okay, well, there's, I'll, we'll, we'll educate you about some early 90s bad, you know, <laughs> one-hit wonders. So we'll do that there. Uh, Anne, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm, I'm well. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for letting me in your home. Yes. Um, been kind of a busy week for you, kiddo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it has. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what's it kind of, I, I guess let's just start here. Uh, what's it kind of feel like, uh, Britt, we'll start with you. What's it kind of feel like to have this really long process kind of wrap up? Yeah, I mean, it feels good to have made a decision that I'm happy with. And um, it was a long and at, str- at times stressful recruiting process, mm-hmm. but I'm grateful for it. Got to meet a lot of cool people and talk to a lot of great coaches but um yeah I mean it kind of is a little bit of a relief yeah um, being over now yeah absolutely mom yeah for sure I mean uh, it's been a great process um we feel super blessed that um Britt had all the opportunities that she had throughout mm-hmm. the process we got to visit some amazing universities uh, meet a bunch of great coaches um and just feel blessed for everything that has come our way mm-hmm was were there were there times where you know you obviously you want to make a it's it's hard for every kid to make a college decision but but you know you you had to go through this uh, process in a in a pretty big spotlight you know um were there times where you had to remind yourself that this feels kind of stressful but at the same time man this is just this is just an unbelievable blessing to to have in our life yeah, for sure. Um, definitely. I think, you know, kids can get real serious about it and, you know, worry and stress about, you know, where they're going to end up going and all those things. And in the end, really, I mean, I've had numerous coaches say you can't make a wrong decision. Yep. Um, and really, that's part of it. You know, uh-huh. you're going to make the best of wherever you decide to go and whatever the best fit you feel is that there is for you. Uh-huh. So we tried to have fun with it, uh, but there are times where, yeah, you know, it did 
it did wear on you a little bit, um, mm-hmm. the stress as far as trying to make the best decision possible. Yeah, yeah. Is that kind of the way you had to remind yourself of that every once in a while, Brett? Yeah, I mean, it, if it would get too stressful at times, I mean, coaches understand that mm-hmm. you need a break if you, I don't know, just need some time. You're going to take a week off of talking to coaches on the phone or something like that. They understand, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's kind of go through everything here um and we'll start with you on on this this one um obviously uh your daughter is a very very talented basketball player very humble young lady um when at at what point obviously you knew she was a good basketball player probably at a young age but at at what point did you kind of think you know she might be really really good like holy cow like you know the, the attention you've uh gotten type of good right um you know she just always loved the game growing up um and i think when you know when i was coaching and against you marty back in the good old day there back, back uh, in the good old days yes. and, we, and we don't and we don't use the o word it's seasoned and experienced That's seasoned right. experience well she would come up with us you know to practices she's four or five years old and uh just naturally had the ball in her hands a lot you know mm-hmm. and loved the game so i knew even you know from early on that you know she had that potential probably you know if things stand out uh, we were in a co-ed league um at the osa mm-hmm. like she was in first and second grade and we did have a co-ed team we had i think uh four girls and four boys and then we were playing primarily against the boys though uh-huh. um in that league there weren't a lot of girls in the league um and you know we went undefeated in that league um Britt kind of dominated um against uh-huh. the boys you know a grade or two above her um did some great things i remember a couple of people coming up to me after a couple of the games and saying hey you know at that time i'm gonna call connie yori at nebraska <laughs> man she's she's really good and things uh-huh. like that so there was a little attention on her even early on you know yeah. you could kind of see that she could do some things on the court um just fairly naturally yeah so yeah how about you Britt? how when when was w- was there a time where you kind of thought yeah I, I might be all right at, at this you know <laughs> um i don't know i mean I just, I've always loved the game, and it's just been something that's been really fun for me to do. Um, Being coached by my mom is really fun, and I've been blessed to be on a lot of great teams and have a lot of great teammates, but yeah, it's just been fun for me. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, You know, we, we live in this insane world of, you know, everybody's got to have this or that attached to them. Um whether it's it's social media the 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 facebook or the insta snaps and all that other stuff and 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 you know you in the in the athletic world kids are are unfortunately ranked this way that way that type of thing and and one of the things that has has stuck out with you Britt, is you know on under that rating system you've been kind of in that five star you know platinum level uh for the last two or three years um was that something that at times was again kind of that blessing or a curse you know you you embraced it uh i'm going to show you why i'm like this or or just you know you know how did how did that kind of affect you over the last few years um i mean ratings are honestly people's opinions but um yeah yeah i mean there's you just got to keep working no matter what your ranking is i mean you 
just you got to show what you got every night. I mean, it's just because you're ranked high doesn't mean you're gonna play good every night. You gotta work hard and and try your best. But yeah, yeah. Were there were there times, Mom, where you wish the that type of stuff would go away? You know, for sure. I think you know there's always a target on her back when she's playing and yeah. you know everybody's gonna you know deny her play her really really hard very physical because they want to prove whatever against her so that can be hard sometimes or you know the the crowds booing you or they're calling you overrated and chanted things like that so those are things that have been part of it uh-huh. um but for the most part you know you just play your game and you try to tune those things out uh-huh. you know um, her focus to be the best basketball player she can possibly be. Mm-hmm. Whatever people want to label her, you know, that's up to them. But yeah. um, she's just going to worry about improving herself one game at a time. But, yeah, it can be a, a blessing and a curse yeah. as far as yeah. um, the outside world yeah. with that. Sorry, I'm going to go off script for one question here. All right. This may happen again. But it's anybody that you particularly model your game after, you know, is there anybody, you know, you kind of look at and go, I like the way this person plays and or whatever it may be. Um, I mean I like to lo- I like to watch a lot of basketball. I mean really any I mean I don't I wouldn't say a specific person that I would like to model my game after, but um I don't know. We we've got basketball on like every night, um sure. whether it's women's men's college, NBA, yeah. WNBA, stuff like that, but uh-huh. I don't know, just trying to be the best player that I can be. Yeah. Because you remind me of a certain player that I had the chance to coach, and and you and I are seasoned and experienced enough to remember this. It's it's a it's a male player, uh, but there was a guy that I coached at Sioux City Heal, and I was assistant coach, and ended up playing at Creighton named Nate Funk. And you remind me a lot of the way Nate played, a very steady, not too up, not too down, very efficient with the way that you that you score. Uh, the way that you, you, but you're still looking to get your teammates open and, and, and that type of thing. Um, you know, that's who you kind of remind me of. Now, again, check the YouTube machine and look that up. And, you know, you can look that up there. But uh, you're talking about the stuff with the crowds. And, and one of the things that I've noticed when I've seen Britt play and watched you guys play is uh, doesn't seem like it affects her that much she just she's just very very even keeled is, is you know is that is that something you guys have talked about as as coach and player and and that type of thing yeah you definitely talk about it you know the more the players can stay steady the better right mm-hmm. there's gonna be highs and lows throughout the game you're gonna play good you're gonna maybe not play so good and play through those things right mm-hmm. next shot mentality next play mentality yeah. um is a big deal and if kids can stay steady right mentally strong those kinds of things you know they got a great chance and that's kind of been something you know I've always talked about in my coaching uh, and she's just kind of done that fairly naturally on her own um, Mm -hmm. staying steady with things and not uh, visibly showing frustration or you know getting down on herself or anybody else she's kind of had that more of a positive mindset um, Mm -hmm. on the court does that help you coach the rest of the team when your best players like that oh for sure Um, you know when she's not hanging her head for a bad play or whatnot then the rest of them don't have permission to do that as well right so i think when you see somebody model a certain style of play or the way you play Mm -hmm. uh, then hopefully the rest of your teammates want to model the same thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um let's let's talk about the recruiting process let's talk about the the stuff that has happened the last two or three years however uh 
you know, that type of thing. Had it narrowed down to about 11 uh, publicly. Um, when was that? About August? End of, end of July, end early of July, August. End yeah. of July, early mm-hmm. August, that type of thing. And then went on some official visits, you know, that type of thing. Um, and then in the end, you decide to stay home. You know, and, and obviously there's a lot of people that are really, really excited about that. Uh, you know, what was it about staying home? What, what was it about playing for Coach Williams and, and her staff? Yeah, I mean, I've I've known Coach Williams for a really long time. Um, I played with her daughter. Um, her husband, Coach Williams, coached me on, on our club team and stuff like that. And so we've always had a really good relationship. Um, and, you know, I've grown up a Husker fan, and the way that the fans support the players there is really amazing, and it's super cool to see. And that's something you want to be a part of. And I feel like um, their program is on the up, and um, – It's just a really great opportunity to represent my home state and um, be able to play with some great players and play for really good coaches, and yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Staying close to home, mom and dad could come watch you play every night, or home games at least, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, That probably had to be, you know, sliver of it maybe as well, you know. I I know those things come into a lot of different things. What were, uh, as you went into this, what was, uh, so what was some of the criteria that you were looking for? Like, what helped you narrow down your schools? What were some of the things that you were looking for um, as you were fielding all of this 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 flood of information coming coming at you? And Brett, I'll let you start, and then Ann will jump mm-hmm. over to you. So, yeah, I mean, always just I would say taking visits for me was important because I wanted to. Uh, get a feel for the coaches and the players and their culture and I think culture is really important for me just being around the right kind of people that are good people and that want to win and work hard and get better and stuff like that um I mean that was big for me just getting a feel for that and um I want to I want to win I want I mean I want to be a part of a winning program and um I've noticed you don't like to lose (laughs) you know yeah yeah yeah. No. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You. I mean, I meant to interrupt you, but yeah. you know, bad, bad dad joke. So, what 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 else, sir? Um, I mean, those were kind of two big things, and then for me, I I played point guard like my whole life, and that's kind of I decided like that's kind of what I want to do in college. And um, Nebraska's told me that they I would have an opportunity to do that, and um, I don't know, that's just a really good opportunity. Yeah. So. You're going twofold here. Mm-hmm. You're you're the player's coach, mm-hmm. but you're the player's mom. Yeah, you know. So, and you've got other children that have left the nest, and 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 so we've all gone. There are many of us have gone through this process. So, what were you looking for? Let's talk about as a mom first. Yeah. You know. Yeah, as a as a mom, you know, you want her to be well taken care of and cared for. Um, somebody that you can trust. Um, and a good culture where you know the girls on the on the team are making the right decisions um you feel safe where you're at uh-huh. um you feel like um you know let's say you're injured or whatever you're going to be cared for uh-huh. no matter what um all those little details matter um i guess you know the part of the country you're at you know the biggest thing is i want to to feel safe wherever yeah. she's at you know there's a lot of things going on in this world nowadays oh but. yeah I've, I've 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 got a i've got a 
daughter that's a sophomore in college and I just need my daily check-in with, mm-hmm. with my daughter. I, I get it. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. So those are the things kind of as a mom, you know, um, I guess then more maybe on the coach, uh, from the coach standpoint, um, she was definitely looking for a place where she could play the point guard. And, you know, because of her skill set, um, there was a lot of schools that were looking to play her more as a two guard. Um, mm-hmm. There was probably probably a mix. Um, some schools want to play her at the point guard, some at the two guard. Um, I think in the end that def- definitely was a big part of the decision. Um, there were some schools that she really loved. Uh, you know, North Carolina is one that came to mind that mm-hmm. you know, she really was interested in. But, you know, and they were honest and they said they were probably looking at playing her at the two guard. Um, so that was a little bit of the decision and some of how we kind of dwindled the list down is she decided um, she wanted to play that point guard position. And obviously she's probably going to play a little bit of both, yeah. uh, probably no matter where she would have landed. But um, that was definitely part of the decision. Mm-hmm. Coaches are absolutely loving our taking over a new program booklet. As many of you know, I spent two years outside of coaching, and during that time, I hung a note card in my workspace at school that said, strip the house down to the studs. I took that time to really rethink and reorganize my thoughts on what it takes to run a transformational program. As I prepared for the possibility of coaching again, I organized these thoughts into this 96-page booklet. How much do I trust this booklet? I used this booklet as I went on interviews to help sell myself and my vision for what my new program would look like. If I'm using it to sell myself, why wouldn't I recommend it to you, my listeners? This booklet will help you look at any part of your program, no matter what stage you're at in your program, and help improve it in some way. It's all yours for only $15, which includes shipping and handling. For more information, email me at napkin at gmail.com. So as you as, as you were going through this, and 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 I'll start with with this question with you. Um, you and I, we, we go back um, again, seasoned and experienced. Uh, and and you're a, you're a basketball person. You're you're a basketball junkie like I am. Uh, as you were going through this, what you know, were there any kind of wow, like here I am, basketball nerd, and I'm chatting on the phone with with this person or we're we're you know what whatever that may be i'm chopping it up with with whomever um as as a basketball junkie you know what what were maybe some situations uh, if there were any that that you got into there yeah i mean for sure I mean, we heard from a lot of the best coaches in the country and you know it's definitely a wild moment when you're you know you're talking to the great coaches on the phone gino ariama Corey close right Corey yep. banghart um, Terry Moran, Jenny Bronchek, Bill Fenley. I mean, the list goes on and on. It was great just to get to know those people, have talks with them, and realize, you know, that they're just they're people like me, yeah. Um, and coaches that are working hard to, yep. you know, to improve their programs and so forth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, there was okay. a lot of cool yeah. opportunities and experiences. Yeah. How about you, Britt? Was it was there any part of this process where you're like, ah, that's pretty cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot. I mean just yeah being able to talk to a lot of like big time coaches and really great people um it's just yeah really cool to have that opportunity and get to hear from them and um just being able to visit a lot of cool places too and see a lot of cool things um but yeah Uh so you end up picking nebraska which is the fun part Mm -hmm. but then you have to tell some people you know Sorry, uh, 
you know, I'm going to Nebraska and I'm not coming to, to here. Um, that, that, you know, that, that had to be a little bit difficult because you, I'm sure you'd built some close relationships with some people, you know, what, what was that kind of like? Yeah, it was definitely hard, um, especially those last couple schools that, you know, I had to tell, um, no, but, um, they were all, they all understand and, um, they get told more than, they get told no more than they get told yes. So, I mean, that helped me a little bit, but. That's kind of what I went through when I was asking girls out in high school, you know, (laughs) so, um, so I know the feeling uh, firsthand, so, uh. Yeah, yeah, you know, that was hard. Um, I think I felt like I had developed really good relationships with those coaches as well. And, uh, you know, you definitely let people down and you don't want to do that. Um, uh, But, you know, in the end, you can only choose the one school, you know. But that was definitely a hard part of it. Um, And, you know, felt like, you know, we had really gotten to know these people on a personal level. and you do believe in them and it's really cool when they show you how much they believe in you and you do feel like you know you kind of let somebody down but that's mm-hmm. part of the process and mm-hmm. um yeah that was mm-hmm. one of the hard parts for sure yeah. when did you know it was nebraska um a few days before i posted it i guess yeah, yeah. we were kind of talking and it just yeah it was just like i won't just felt right yeah it just felt right kind of kind of narrowed it down and the more you looked at it the more you looked at it it was it was it was nebraska so you made coach williams cry (laughs) yeah Yeah, she was really excited (laughs) yeah um and we kind of talked about this a little bit um it's 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 a great process to go through and it's awesome but like we talked about it's it's gotta gotta feel a little relieved at, at at the same time um, what are what are some things and and let's start with you on this. What are some things that you learned going through all of this as as a as a coach as a and you coached college ball for a while, mm-hmm. so you you had been on the other side of it, recruiting kids and being told no and being told yes and all of that type of stuff. But is there anything that that you learned uh, going through going through this process with your daughter? I mean, yes, you know, you need to do your research. Um, I think times have changed a little bit with the transfer portal and the COVID year. Um, And there's, you know, a lot of people don't really understand that. And it has all changed very quickly over the last couple of years, even, you know, since the start of her recruiting process. And interestingly enough, you know, Britt's first six, seven offers were based on the play that coaches saw online. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, it was COVID. Yeah. It was shut down. She played in her eighth grade year. Uh, first coaches that reached out to her, other than Creighton and Nebraska, you know, was from what they saw online. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Uh, but now you go into the, the COVID year, and you got uh, seniors that are going to be coming back for another year at uh-huh. many programs. That played a part um, in the decision. Um, because there's just a lot of talent stacked up yeah. at a lot of schools, um, so you have to kind of look at that. You got to look at the rosters and see what they've got coming back and the different positions. And then you know you have some choices to make, and it, they're hard choices um, because you know it, a lot of the programs she was looking at they were really stacked up mm-hmm. at her position. Yep. You know, and in Nebraska they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that there's no doubt that that played into it yeah. for sure. You know, and you look at it and. People can try to convince you one way or the other, but in the end, you know, your freshman year, that's 25% of your career. Yeah. This is the way I was looking at it. Um, you know, so it's hard. Um, 
you know, you can go to a program that has won a lot. Uh, you might sit on the bench. Um, you know, you can watch what people in front of you have done, and um, you kind of watch and see a lot of people jumping in the portal, and you feel like you don't want that really to happen to you. Um, you see people maybe sit in the bench that have a lot of talent, you yeah. know, so you have to kind of make those decisions. And uh-huh. I think uh, for her sitting out a little bit this summer, um, she kind of concluded that, you know, hey, I really want to play. Yeah. I love basketball and I want to play. And, um, you know, I think uh, the opportunity at Nebraska where they're their point guards are going to be going out. Um, there's a lot of opportunity right away, and uh-huh. that's hard to pass up. Yeah. Um, how about you, Brett? Oh, I was going oh, to say this while you're talking. I, I was watching the Tennessee-Florida State game the other night, and they put on a statistic. Um, Tennessee has zero freshmen on their roster. It's all mm-hmm. sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and transfer portal, and, and COVID, you know, kids mm-hmm. with COVID eligibility. And I was like, oh, Wow, how how times have changed. So that's definitely part of the it's, equation. It's a big deal, um, and you know, I even feel for the kids that are, you know, in high school now because there's just not as many offers out there mm-hmm. because some people are recruiting the portal only yeah. now, and some are doing both. Um, you know, and we were a little bit more attracted to the programs or that are going about it a little bit more traditionally, yeah. where they're recruiting high school primarily and mm-hmm. maybe taking here and there from mm-hmm. the portal, mm-hmm. but. This definitely plays in the de- into the decision a little bit, yeah. for sure. Yeah. How about you, Brett? What did what did you what did you learn from from all of this? Um, I mean, yeah, you learn what what's most important for you, and um, I think having coaches that believe in me and trust me and want what's best for me is is really where it's at. I mean, there there's a lot of things that could attract you. Um, to certain schools, but I think that's really important for me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably, you know, I don't know, we'll see, uh, but there's probably going to be, you know, some kids that are being recruited. You know, this is a little bit different. You're the you're the first ever high school player I've ever had on this, so I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm opening up a new dynamic <laughs> or anything like that. But uh, for for anybody who is a high school player who's a high school athlete male female basketball football checkers esports whatever it may be um what advice would you give to an athlete or whomever who is being recruited who's being looked at by a a, a lot of different schools and, and and for for a talent you know um i you know, when I went to college, I was I was recruited for one talent, and the check cleared from my mom and dad. <laughs> you know, that's that's what they wanted. You know, but uh, uh, you know, so so anybody that's being heavily recruited, anybody that's that's going through this process as an athlete, uh, now that you've kind of completed this entire process, what would you what, what would be some pieces of advice that you would give to to them? Yeah, I mean, I would say just figure out what's most important to you and what's going to help you be your best and become a better person and better player or whatever you may be doing. I mean, just figure out what you want. It's It'll be whatever you make it and um, just figure out what's most important to you, whether it be, I don't know, the type of people that you're going to be around, where you're at, whatever. Just figure out what you want and go from there. Yeah, and I'd say find find that right fit. Um, 
a lot of people are chasing just the biggest name. Yeah. And obviously that is not what she did um, because she had a lot of big name offers. You got to find the right fit for you, um, the right um, opportunity um, to showcase your skills, right? To be with the kind of people that you want to be with, right? Um, and have the opportunity, you know, early enough in your career. Um, I think that's important. Um, when you're looking at trying to not get into the portal, yeah. right, and and to be happy, um, maybe from the start and those kinds of things. Um, but I think there are a lot of kids that get caught up in, um, you know, going to the biggest name, the name, right, yeah. right away, um, and then they end up, you know, sitting a lot. And they're not happy there, and they end up moving on. Uh-huh. So, um, for sure, I think that's part of it is not getting caught up in, in just the name, you know, the hype. Uh, Figure out where you're really needed, mm-hmm. wanted, where your skill set's going to fit in mm-hmm. um, best with that particular program. Yeah. You uh, you set out this summer. You know, uh, hurt your foot in the in the championship game. Kind of taped it up, rubbed a little mud on it, rubbed a little dirt on it. Got back out there. Yeah. You know, I, I I saw your head coach looking over at you like. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Come on, let's go. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're not denying that, are you? No. <laughs> um, we had the trainer okay. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure it had to be hard to sit for for that long. Um, it, it, did you even I, – I know you didn't play – Correct. I, uh, you didn't play in any games or anything like that. Did you do any practicing or anything like that, or what? What? What, what kind of went into your summer? Yeah, I was. Well, I couldn't play at all, mm-hmm. like the whole summer. But um, I could do um, like the skill stuff mm-hmm. um, for most of the summer, and just a, a lot of the non-contact stuff mm-hmm. I could do. Um, so I was able to work on my shot a lot. I mean and ball handling stuff like that stuff that you can do without contact so mm-hmm. i mean i think that helped me i feel like i i feel like i be, i've become become a better shooter and kind of increased my range a little bit with that but um so but yeah it, it made me appreciate the game more and um like how much i really do love like being on the court and playing mm-hmm. um but yeah it was hard but um it's yeah it was i don't know do you think it might be a blessing a little bit to you know kind of take that step back and like you said you know it's it's I, I'm sure I mean even as a coach sometimes when you're on your way to the gym again seasoned and experienced people you're kind of like all right here we go you know got to go to the gym again today uh, and, and maybe you kind of take it for granted and then uh, when it's taken away from you or you're not doing it you, you get that fire back in your belly and I'm sure it's, I know it's the same way as, as a player yeah you know so um, you know, do you feel like a, a little bit of new energy in you now because it, it was through nobody's fault of your own? You just had a couple of injuries, you know, but but that has been take that was taken away from you for a short time, and now you know we're about forty eight hours away from from practice here. You got to be chomping at the bit to get back out there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm super excited. It's yeah, it's been a while. I mean, the last time I played a real game was that state championship game, so. Oh, I mean, wow. it's been yeah. a while, but um, yeah, yeah I, I'm excited, and it definitely, yeah, it 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 lights a fire mm-hmm. on me. Yeah. yeah, you know how many uh, coaches are 
hearing you say that you feel better about your shooting and ball handling, and they're now crying right now <laughs> that, 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 that you said that. So, um, Coach, I mean, you know, sitting out the summer, watch, yeah. watch, watching her sit out again, kind of yeah. that, that mom slash coach role. Right. You know? Well, it was, yeah, it was all interesting. You know, the state championship game, we knew she hurt a little bit, but the trainer said, yeah, she's, she's okay. She can go back in. Well, then the next day she couldn't walk. Her foot was really swollen. We were, you know, oh, geez, we were worried then. And saw the trainer. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we need to get her in. And that midfoot sprain, luckily it was nothing that she needed surgery or anything like that. But she was eight weeks in a boot, um, you know, off of it. And then, you know, you kind of lose everything else. The, uh, the atrophy of it. Yes, the yeah. atrophy of the whole leg. Um, and that is what kept her out this summer. Her foot was fine. Uh-huh. Um, the foot was looking good to go, you know, after that two, two and a half months. But, you know, she lost her hamstring and her quad and her calf, you know. And it just took a long time to build that back up. And, you know, they really didn't want her playing uh-huh. until you get those muscles all back in balance because then you're risking another sure. injury. Yep. Um, you know, um, and, and especially when it's lower body, you want to be really careful with right. that. Right. Yeah. I had her tested a few times, and she was close, 90-ish percent or just a little bit below that. Um, but at that point, it's like, why are we going to risk it? But, yeah, there was a little bit of a fight at our house because <laughs> she um, she knew she was there's a There's a slight uh, smile coming over here. Yeah. Yes. Let's just say it was an interesting couple of days, weeks. Um because she really thought she was going to get cleared, and it was pretty close um, to that. And I said, you know, we've got to go by what the professionals say. And she wanted me to let her play in the very worst way, Um, headed into the live play, you know, for Adidas, and wanted to be on the court with her team. Last year we were the runner-up, national runner-up in the Adidas 3SSB, which is a big deal. Um, And she was really looking forward to that. But... You know, we had to put her interests ahead of our team's interests. You know, and I'm yeah. a coach, so I'm like, Brett, there's not one person <laughs> that wants you to play more than I do. Yeah. Because you make me look a whole lot better, right, as they say. But, um, you know, it's going to be in her best interest to not play, to uh-huh. make sure she was 100% ready to go so that we didn't risk any other injury. And, you know, you've gone through all that process. you got to make sure at that yeah. time. So yeah. it is what it is. Um, we do feel... You know, sad that she missed out some on some of those things, but we were also, she had her opportunities. She went along with us. She still was invited on the Adidas Euro Camp, and did that and met you know a bunch of great players. Has made some great relationships there. Uh-huh. Um, so she knows players throughout the country now from that. Um, so we feel blessed that she was still included on that. Um, and you just try to make the most of you know your situation and that's that's what she did um and i think along the way you know some of the other kids on our club team elevated their game yeah that was fun to see yeah i got to see you play over in council bluffs um see see the team play you know and and uh the twins from millard west played really well um kennedy had a nice game You, you were playing you were playing a team the day i was over it was a team from like the, the Pacific Northwest, uh, Montana, Idaho, Washington, Meta. yeah, oh yeah, yes, okay. something, mm-hmm. something, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, it was a heck of a game. That was, yeah. was really good basketball for the middle of July. So, yeah. I, I had a good day. So. A pen and a napkin university videos are just another way that a pen and a napkin can help you become a better coach. 
Our university video library is constantly expanding with topics ranging from interviewing for a job to full court defense to 25 universal truths about coaching. Our university videos will help you round out your skill set as a coach and help you hone your craft. Videos are $10 a piece with bundling options available. To order, you can DM me on Twitter, send me an email at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com, or order from our website, a pen and a napkin.com. Be sure to check out the A Pen and a Napkin video library. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the future. Let's talk a little bit about the future and both with uh, uh, Coach Williams and, and everything there. And, and you kind of touched on it. You know, uh, what, uh, what have they told you about their vision for you as a player, uh, how they want to use you as a player, um, you know, yeah, I mean, just this, just those, those type of things. And you've kind of touched on playing the point, playing probably a little combo. Uh, you know, what, what else have they have they talked to you about? Um, yeah, I mean, they, they've, I don't know, they just, I don't know, the amount that they believe in me is just, um, I don't know, it just makes me feel really good about it. And um, yeah, they want to, they, I mean, I want to play point guard. They want me to play point guard, and I mean honestly just help the team in any way but um they want me to come in and try and help the team right away and um yeah I don't know stuff like that yeah does it make it easier or harder in some ways because obviously you and Kennedy are good friends which means you know you've spent a lot of time with the Williams family uh do you think it's going to make the transition easier for you or you know is it like, come on, Amy? You know, I'm getting there. I'll get, I'll get it. Take care of you know that type of thing. You know, how do you think that's gonna play out? Hopefully. Um, I mean, yeah, I think definitely going into it with Kennedy, knowing her for yeah. as long as I have, will make it easier. I mean, probably be a little bit more comfortable yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just being together with someone that you know pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a bonus, though. Yeah. I mean, it's still gonna be a change. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Um. It had to be important for you to, like I said, be around. It's a bonus in a lot of ways for you to be with a person, a coaching staff uh, that you are really familiar with, that you've spent a lot of a lot of time with. Um, that that's got to make that transition easier for you. Oh yeah, definitely. I feel really comfortable with them, and um, yeah, we. We go down there quite a bit. I mean, we went down there, like, multiple times in the fall and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but, yeah, I feel comfortable with them. So, yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Coach, you know? Yeah, as far as her role, is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. I'm kind of spaced off there a minute. Um, oh, oh, I, I, yeah. Uh. You know, I think the one thing, um, you know, about Britt going to Nebraska, there's not a coach out there that has watched her play more than, than Amy Williams. Sure. Right, yep. she's probably seen her play seventy-five games or more. Yeah. So she knows her skill set yep. really, really well. She knows she's really good in the open floor, mm-hmm. in transition. Um, she can shoot the three really well. She can get downhill. She's a great passer. Um, I think she plans to use her that way. Put her in ball screens. All right, push the ball. Also bring her off screens. Get her open looks. Help her get her teammates good open looks mm-hmm. too. Um, but that's the one thing. You know, she definitely knows her game, mm-hmm. um, and she even made the comment, and 
she's the only coach that made this comment. She, I think she can be an elite defender too. Mm-hmm. I think she can be uh, one of our top defenders on her team. You know, yep. whereas because she's seen her enough play, play yeah. enough to know what her skill set really is, and maybe some others have seen her a lot less. Yep. Um, and you know maybe we're concerned about her defense you know um, long and lanky and yes you know probably needs to get quicker side to side and those kinds of things everybody's got things that they need to work on but i thought it was cool that um she thought that she can be an elite defender too Uh um so i think that kind of goes to show that you know she really does understand um most of the aspects to her game so Uh yeah another ad-libbed question Okay, you ready for it? Excluding the proximity to home, but, you know, you, you just happen to be 45 minutes away from a Big Ten school. But I would also think that another attractive part of uh, being uh, going to Nebraska is playing against Big Ten competition as well. I mean, and, and that speaks for itself. You know, I was in the national championship game last year. Indiana was really, really good last year. Uh Minnesota has had good teams, not so much in, in, in recent times, but, but there's just there's, there's a lot of tradition. Ohio State uh, had to be attractive as well to challenge yourself against really, really great teams. And then, you know, obviously they're adding in to – they should call themselves the Big 20 here pretty soon in the, instead of the Big 10, you know, with UCLA and Lindsey Gottlieb at USC mm-hmm. and, and Oregon. And, you know, so, so that had to be like – Come on, I'm ready for this. Bring it on here. I mean, was that kind of, is, is that, you know, again, I know you're focused on the Wolves for the next three and a half, four months or so, but as you're thinking ahead, that had to be kind of a, a little bit of a, a, a an attractive thing about the, the situation as well. Yeah, I mean, the Big Ten is a really good league, and every every conference game you have is going to be a, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough game to win, no matter who you're playing, like, from the top of the league to the bottom, there's a lot of really good teams and no um, off nights. I feel, yeah, no off nights. I feel like it'll it would just be a lot of fun to play in that kind of league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about uh, some of the kids that that have that have that are coming in with you. You, you got Kennedy coming in, and then there's a, a gal from Oklahoma as well. Or am I wrong with that? Illinois. Or, or? Amaya Hargrove, and then uh, that. 25. Oh, that, that's the yeah. Oklahoma. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. All right. Uh, so uh, there was one other girl that signed with you as well, right? And, and who is that, and where where is she from, and what do you know about her? Um, yeah, Amaya Hargrove. She's from Illinois. I believe she's like uh, 6'2 forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's a pretty good player. I don't know a lot about her, mm-hmm. really, um, but um, I know that yeah she should be a pretty good player Mm -hmm. yeah i think her dad plays some professional football so you know from an athletic family Mm -hmm. and you know i don't think Britt has really had the opportunity to meet her yet Mm -hmm. but have heard good things and obviously knows kennedy well and then the the 25 commit i know they're excited about her uh, Mm -hmm. good athletic guard there as well yeah so kind of got the, the the three musketeers here from nebraska representing the state with with yourself uh Markowski and Allison Widener. Now Allison is is going to have to sit out the year with the injury. Uh, but not only do you want to win for yourself uh, and for the good of your team, but you know potentially having three kids from Nebraska starting for Nebraska and having a really really good team. 
uh, how exciting is that for you to kind of possibly think ahead to? Yeah, that that's super cool to think about. I mean, they're both really great players and re- really fun to play with and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I think it's I think it's more special. I mean, representing your own your home state that you've grown up you've grown up in and you've been a fan of your whole life and stuff. I mean, I think it's just yeah, it's really great to represent them and the, all the fans that really support you and stuff like that. Yeah, in Nebraska, I mean, one of their recruiting pitches, you know, they're already 15th in the country in attendance. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's that's a draw. Um, you know, we think we can get that attendance even higher, right? And then you saw what the volleyball team did. Mm-hmm. You bring in 90,000 into the stadium. Britt was there that day. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that had an effect on her mm-hmm. um, to see the support that um, – uh, the female sports are getting in Nebraska. You got Jordy Ball coming back to the state, mm-hmm. um, so you feel like you're in a program that's going to really be supported. Um, and I think we can see great growth with that. You know, um, win more, right? Yeah. Um, fill the stands more. Uh, more hometown kids playing. They want to come out and watch those kids. They want to support. Um, so I think that's a big draw to Nebraska is how well they support. Um, their athletics, I mean, on every level. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like um, even the women's game, there's there's going to be a lot of growth in the state with support. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the state and, and kind of the history of the state here, um, I want to want to throw some names out here. All right. So, Brett, are you ready for this? Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. Do you know who Jess Shepard is? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Jordan Hooper. Okay. Yeah. Martise Ivy. Okay. Stephanie Jones. Don't know her. No. Okay. I don't know that one. Yeah. Kiana Ibis. Ibis. Mm-hmm. I, I, hopefully Ibis. I said that right. Yeah. Arizona State. Arizona State. Do you know her? Do you know who she is? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This little history quiz for you. Is <laughs> What's your favorite subject in school? It's got to be history, right? No. Oh, all right. All right. I won't take it personally. It's all right. But I'm going to tell Dishler about it, though. So, okay. All right. Uh, Darcy Strachey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shatrice uh, White. No? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Amy Stevens. Heard that name before? Yes. Yeah. Katie Robinette. Okay. So you did a little bit better than what I thought you would do. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm impressed. So mom is familiar with all those yes. names. Mom. So... So Ann, let's 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 go here. You know, is it is it uh, pretty amazing? You, 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 you can put on your mom hat here. Yeah, this is fully mom hat. Uh, the the pride you, you would you would have to feel for your daughter to be mentioned, and, and these are some of the more legendary names in the history of Nebraska girls basketball high school basketball and, and some of these kids stayed home some of these kids went to other places uh some of them played a division one some of them played a division two but but just high school i'm just talking their high school career some of the, the legendary players and um when you were talking about her being in first and second grade and kicking butt and taking names at that osa league did you ever think that your daughter would be mentioned in that class of 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 player um and and potentially uh, there, there. Some might say that she might be the best of them all. Yeah, I mean, you don't think about those things now. Yeah. I mean, you're, you know, it's, yeah, it's very humbling and 
we're honored. Um, if people want to mentor with the likes of those people, um, that's great. And yeah. the state has produced a lot of great players. And, you know, the Cubics are in there as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hooper's in there. I mean, there, there's a list. Um, and I think there's another one. I'm forgetting her name right now that's in the WNBA that played in Nebraska. Oh, uh, uh, Bonnie Turner. Bonnie, Yeah, yes. Bonnie Turner, yes. yes Sorry, yes. Bonnie, if you ever yeah. listen to this, I apologize for not. I should have put you in there. My bad. Yeah. So, yeah, the list goes there, and, um, you know, it's an honor to be mentioned um, amongst the ranks of those wonderful players. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Britt, you're playing for the love of the game, but that's the that's the, uh, that's the folks you're running with. You know, and 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 you got one more year left to go here, and 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 I know that's your immediate focus, without a doubt here. But but what's it? You know, it's it's got to be pretty cool, a little bit. You know. Yeah. You know, it is. Those are a lot of, a lot of great players right there, oh. and um, but yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Coaches, you know just as well as I do that we're always looking for new and different ways to motivate our players and programs. But sometimes it's hard to find that perfect source that we're looking for. Over the past 25 years, I've collected hundreds of handouts to help motivate my players and programs. And now I'd like to share some of my favorites with you. The A Pen and a Napkin 101 Best Handouts Booklet is now available to you for only $15. In this booklet, you'll find motivational material for all types of situations and individuals to help you communicate your values to your players and program. For ordering information... You can either DM me on Twitter or email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com for details. So, let's talk about the immediate future. We're, I mean, like I said, 48 hours away-ish from being in practice, which is mm-hmm. good for the three of us here. So, yes. uh, excited? Ready to roll? Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, one more year left. I mean, got to give it our all and... Um, We've been working hard at open gyms and preseason and stuff like that, but um, excited to get into actual practice and stuff like that and uh-huh. get prepared. Yeah. Um, going for four, you know. I mean, not that, not that you much have much to live up to, but you've been a head coach for three years and you've got three state championships. So uh, that's, that's a great, you know, um, great deal. But what, uh, you know, what have you done to prepare coming in you know uh, just let's let's just talk coach to coach here yeah all right so sorry yeah. we're gonna ignore you for a couple <laughs> minutes here all right uh you're obviously the hunted uh yep. and and the first year mm-hmm. obviously probably a surprise yeah you, you knew you knew you had a chance to be pretty good yeah. right away out the gate but uh you know just the end, end note had to be pretty surprising and then obviously you've built on that from there and and so uh what's the what's the process what's what what do you do as the well established you are the 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 hunted here and and what are you emphasizing as a coach as you're building your culture you're building your program your your preparations i mean what do you got what do you got going on coach yeah you just stay hungry right yeah. you keep after it every day you got to get better right mm-hmm. um you can't be satisfied with what you did last year we don't you know it's like you got to prove it Every every practice, every every rep, try to try to win the day, mm-hmm. right? Win the drill. Let those things take care of themselves, you know. But it's basically you can't be satisfied with what you did in the past, and you're going to need to prove it. And you're going to probably have to be a lot better than you even were the year before mm-hmm. um, to get it done because you had that big target on your back. Um, and so that's the message: yeah. is we got to keep getting better every day. Um, 
you know we got three starters returning you know um, we've got a couple others that have some experience and then we have a lot of young kids uh-huh. that are really showing great promise that we're super excited about um, and we'll be just excited to see them grow throughout uh-huh. the year um, but we're excited to get back to work um, and you know n- you have to earn everything uh-huh. and that's going to start day one in practice and we have a bunch of great kids in the program who have great attitudes they're coachable they're hard working so i'm super excited to get to get going again with them uh-huh. what uh how have you uh, what's been two or three big things that maybe you've done in the in the off season with your high school team uh, that you feel like, you know, I feel like we're in a good place. What, what have you seen from your kids? Other, you know, has, was there a step or two this summer that you were like, I really like the direction that we're going? I mean, just getting the kids into the gym, right, letting them play. And then during the open gyms um, here in the fall, you know, you just see kids get better each day, mm-hmm. every time out. You know, somebody that was, hey, they're down on the JVN, you know, last year, and then all of a sudden they're doing doing some things, making some plays on this end, and I'm like, oh, this person's really looking good, and then this freshman's looking good, and this freshman's looking uh-huh. good. So it's just like get a little bit better each day, right? Uh-huh. As they say, 1% better each day, um, and that's really all you can control. Um, and I, I think uh, we've done some more team bondings, kind of challenged the girls, and they decided we want to really focus on being connected and They've already got a pretty good bond from uh-huh. freshmen up where they the team really seems to get along really well, which is always a big piece of it, uh-huh. um, in, in my opinion. So I feel good about that, the way the girls are connected. I feel good at, great about the work ethic, um, and I feel good about, you know, the glimpses that I'm seeing uh-huh. in some of the scrimmages and things um, in the open gyms uh, that kids that are really showing great promise. Has it, you know, we talked about, Brit sitting out all, all spring and, and summer, uh, not playing. Uh, how how was that? Maybe a positive for for your high school team here to to force some kids in a situation where you know if if Brit was playing, well, let's get mm-hmm. it to Brit and 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 she'll take care of it. That that in some ways that has to be you know you can take that and spin that in a in a really positive way for your team for sure for sure that other people have to step up and other people you have to make plays and get better and you know be leaders and all those kinds of things and yeah i think we definitely saw that from Mm -hmm. our kids Mm -hmm. for sure yeah how uh how do you want to grow this year you know final final go around here final go around as a high school player um You've won championships. You've got individual accolades. All all those type of things. What are uh, other than your your skills? You know, now you're you're the you're the top dog. You're the you're the old lady on the block here. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know how do you want to grow and 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 how do you want to lead this team? Yeah, I mean, just always coming in every day and setting a really good example for all the younger kids. I mean, they look up to us and. And they'll do what we do. If we're working hard, they're going to work hard. And that's what I want to do. That's how I want to set the tone. And um, I think also becoming more of a vocal leader, um, not always the loudest person, but um, trying to, like, get out of my comfort zone and and lead the team more vocally this year, too. Um, but, yeah, just always setting a good example and doing the right thing, I think, is really uh-huh. important. Is that something that you've got to kind of force yourself 
to do. It, 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 you know, like uh, my head coach is like, Britt, we need you to talk a little bit more here. Or maybe your head coach has said, you know, the more you talk and the less I talk, the better off we may be here. Is that something maybe your head coach maybe has mentioned? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I've naturally grown as a leader. I mean, as a freshman, like, we didn't have any seniors. No, no. And yeah. so it was kind of like, it, I mean, yeah, the juniors were really good leaders too. But, I mean, I also, I mean, obviously, like, I knew a lot about the game and sure. stuff like that. And I was a point guard, and I had to get people in position and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think it was, it's kind of just like I had to do it. Like, I it, – that's how our team was gonna sure. be able to work and um i think it yeah just having more experience with that just makes me better at it and um but yeah mm-hmm. so this is it the the last the last hurrah the last rodeo with with mom mm-hmm. you know not to get too much into the feels here <laughs> you know uh but you know, she's been your coach not only with your high school program, but uh, with your with your AAU and and all of that stuff. Uh, what's the emotions like? Um, yeah, I mean, well, we got one more year left still, so I mean, we got to make the most of that. But um, it's been really great being able to share a lot of great experience with experiences with her and um, being able to work with her and just her coaching me all the way through has been like really special and um I'm grateful for it but yeah we got one more year but yeah yeah mom yeah I mean it'll definitely be emotional um I'm trying to not think about that a whole lot yeah, um, sure. but yeah it's it's been super special to share something you know with your daughter that you both love uh-huh. deeply and feel passionately about um and to help elevate each other I guess you know I've tried to pour into her to make her the best player that she can be she makes me a great coach um, with with what she's able to do on the court Um, but I'm so proud of the person she is Um, and you know people just sometimes have a certain view from the outside when they don't really know a person Um, they just know a perception or whatnot but Britt is a great person and I could not be more proud of the person she is and um, how she has led our team and our program to success. I feel she has a personality that people like to be around. She she elevates others. Um, she brings out the best in others. Um, she wants other people to have success along with her su- successes. Um, and I think that's what's special and unique about her. And people maybe don't even realize that, you know, she cares deeply about her teammates, sure. about the program. And it's not just about her um, out there playing, you know, for herself. She's playing for her team and oh, her yeah. school Absolutely. and her program. And she has a lot of pride in that. So I couldn't be more proud of her um, and the person that she is. Well, and I'll go back to the example that I used earlier when I was comparing you to, to Nate. You can see that. I mean, you... Uh, play the game the right way. I think I think that's the greatest compliment you could ever I think there's two great compliments that you can give to any player. You make players around you better and you play the game the right way. And that is what I have seen from you from afar for the last three years. Now if you ever want to reconsider playing for mom, I, I, I got a place, you know, but 
you know, we'd have to fill out some paperwork really fast. That, <laughs> that might get a little awkward, but I'm just joking, by the way. Anybody who's yes. listening, that's a joke. That's a that's a bad joke. But but no, you 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 can see and and talking. I hope this makes sense. Talking about you with other people. That is what everybody says, and that is the. I think that's the greatest compliment you can have, and and you've you've proven to be a winner. You've proven to be a great teammate. Um, you've you've handled a a very unique circumstance with a lot of class and a lot of dignity, and you've handled it the right way. And it, it's not normal. What 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 you've what you've gone through the last three or four years is is not normal per se from all the attention that you've gotten and and you've handled it really really well and uh that's just me looking at it from the outside looking in you know and so um i i i'm I'm looking forward to watching you progress here you know so um any any uh anything else we want to end up on you know um has this been painless Oh yeah, it's, it hasn't been too bad at all. Uh, you yeah. did a great job. I've only we, I've we only could been bring chasing your Briarcliff Midland history, but we'll we'll let that we'll, one go. We'll let that go for part two with 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 uh, Coach Prince here. So <laughs> now, truth be told, I've only been asking your mom to come on this podcast for like two years. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I believe at one point I had a signature on a you piece did. of paper. I said, I promise to come on. Yeah. Now, there was never an end date on that. So I'm glad we finally got to that point. Yeah. yeah so. Sorry. Thank you for your perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just annoying. I'm just annoying. Ask, ask my wife. I'm just well, annoying. Uh, just, just kidding. So, uh, no, um, the two princes here. Uh, Brit, uh, Brit Prince and Prince, uh, thank you for your time, Brit. Um, like I said, you're the first ever high school kid I've ever uh, had on this. I've had your assistant coach and my former player Dish yeah. on before, you know. Uh, so you did a great job today. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, yeah. you did a great yes, job. thank you, Marty. You did a great job, and we appreciate everything you do to grow the game. Oh, wow, thank you. Awesome. For, thank you. Wow. I'm going to end on that with people saying nice <laughs> things about me. So. Uh, you know, it's it's been a great uh, it's been a great afternoon here in the uh, the Prince uh, dining dining room here. Uh, I, again, I know how crazy and chaotic uh, your life is. I, I do truly appreciate both of you taking the time to to sit down and and, and talk some basketball here and, and opening up about some things. And I think some people, I think a lot of people are going to be really excited to hear this story. Not only local people, but uh, people from around the country and and and. You know, in some cases around the world, you know, so that'll be a lot of fun. So uh, anything you want to add, Brett? No, just thank you so much for having me. It was yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, thanks a bunch. Yeah, I loved pre- it. appreciate it. Uh, well, we're going to wrap up on that note here. Uh, the two princes and spin doctors, there'll be a question about that after we get off air here. So, uh, but no, I want to thank Britain and Prince for uh, coming on the podcast. Again, we want to thank our founding sponsor, COSAC Chiropractic. Uh, if you're in any need of any chiropractic services, uh, go see Dr. Kevin or Dr. Heidi. Give them a call, 402-964-0300. Again, follow us on Twitter, at a pen and a napkin. We try to put out daily coaching tidbits on the Twitter handle, so follow us there. Download, rate, review this, uh, episode 199. A little bit of a teaser next week, fingers crossed, episode number 200, 
really, really, uh, I'm, I'm, let's just say I'm really, really excited about the potential guests that I think we're 90% there, but we haven't crossed the goal line, but I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. Uh, a real legend in the game. I, I, I'm going to tease it with that. Uh, so, uh, down, so download, rate, review, uh, subscribe. We will really help out. Email me if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. My name is Marty Plum. It has been a pleasure to be here with Coach and Mom and Prince and player Britt Prince here this afternoon. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to own our craft one day 